For Radio Cayman News, I'm Felicia Rankin-Solins. His Excellency the Governor releases a message on Her Majesty the Queen's Platinum Jubilee. Radio Cayman's Paula Call reports. The weather has shifted a few things that were on the Platinum Jubilee calendar, but for His Excellency, the Governor Martin Roper, he says in his message, it cannot dampen the respect and admiration many across our islands feel towards Her Majesty, the first British monarch ever to celebrate a Platinum Jubilee, marking 70 years of service to the people of the United Kingdom, the overseas territories, the realms, independent countries where Her Majesty the Queen is Head of State, and the Commonwealth. He continues her extraordinary reign has seen her travel more widely than any other monarch, undertaking over 260 official visits overseas, including nearly 100 state visits. She has undertaken two visits to our shores in 1983 and 1994. As head of the Commonwealth, the Queen has dedicated herself to the service of its people. Throughout the years of tremendous change in international affairs, the Queen has been a source of continuity and stability. The Queen is known for her sense of duty and her devotion to a life of service. She has been an important figurehead for the UK and its overseas territories during times of enormous social change. Governor Roper goes on to say he knows he can speak for everyone across the islands of Grand Cayman, Cayman Brac and Little Cayman in sending Her Majesty the very best wishes for her Platinum Jubilee and 96th birthday. Governor Roper concludes his message stating, I know Her Majesty is proud of the incredible progress Cayman has made throughout her reign. From tough beginnings and seafaring routes, Cayman is today a thriving, highly successful and prosperous country thanks to the industry, hard work and great talent of its people. Cayman's transformation over the reign of Her Majesty is a remarkable achievement. God bless Her Majesty the Queen and God bless the Cayman Islands. For Radio Cayman News, I'm Paul Akal. The official program of events for the Cayman Islands Queen's Platinum Jubilee weekend kicked off this afternoon with the town crier bellowing the official proclamation of the beacon lighting and inviting all to attend or tune in to the scheduled events. The town crier is a tie to a time-honored British tradition and historic relationship between the Cayman Islands and the United Kingdom. Cayman's official crier for Jubilee events is Mr. Craig Merrin, a native of Georgetown. An authentic Caymanian twist to the proclamation was the inclusion of conch shell blowing. The sounding of conch shells was led by Mr. Deal Ebanks and his daughter Ariane Lee, which is the Cayman Islands' long-held way of calling the nation's attention. It harkens back to the island's maritime past when fishermen used conch shells to announce their return from sea. The reading of the proclamation included the announcement and invitation for the public to witness the official beacon lighting ceremony, a jubilee activity taking place around the globe. The official lighting of the beacon will premiere tonight on CIG YouTube, CIG TV, and right here on Radio Cayman. The sister islands will also host a beacon lighting ceremony preceded by a concert at the Aston Ruddy Centre in Cayman Brack. Beacon lighting, like town criers, is a UK tradition and has historically been celebrated to mark royal jubilees, coronations, and weddings. The beacon lighting acknowledges Her Majesty the Queen's long and selfless service, with the lighting of the principal beacon being held at a special ceremony at Buckingham Palace. The lighting of Cayman's beacons mirrors similar lightings taking place in the United Kingdom, Channel Islands, Isle of Man, and UK overseas territories, and in each of the capitals of Commonwealth countries. 
centuries. The beacons will invite local populations and civic organizations to pay their respects to Her Majesty the Queen on the occasion of her 96th birthday on June 6th, and as part of the official Platinum Jubilee weekend of festivities. The beacon lighting in Grand Cayman will be broadcast at 9.10 p.m. on CIG TV, CIG YouTube, and yet again right here on Radio Cayman. The beacon lighting ceremony and concert in Cayman Brac will begin at 7.30 p.m. at the Aston Ruddy Center. Four members of the Cayman community have been awarded honors by Her Majesty the Queen in the birthday honors list for outstanding services to the Cayman Islands. Chief Justice the Honorable Anthony Smelly QC has received a knighthood for services to law and justice in the Cayman Islands and the Caribbean. He is recognized for his outstanding service to the Cayman Islands over the last four decades, including over 20 years as Chief Justice. Managing Director of the Cayman Islands Monetary Authority, Cindy Scotland, was awarded an Order of the British Empire for services to the financial services industry in the Cayman Islands. Recently departed Director of Her Majesty's Cayman Islands Prison Service, Stephen Barrett, was awarded an OBE for services to prison establishments in Scotland, the Turks and Caicos, and the Cayman Islands. And finally, the director of the Cayman Islands Red Cross, John Doe Helen, OBI, was awarded a British Empire Medal for services to the community in the Cayman Islands. Cayman is hosting a regional tourism conference in September. CIGTV's Donna Bush has more. Dozens of tourism industry attendees listened as Minister for Tourism and Transport. The Honorable Kenneth Bryan made a number of important announcements on Tuesday evening. At the Cayman Islands Tourism Association special meeting, the minister announced a major partnership with the Caribbean Tourism Organization and tourism officials uh, are going to be commissioning a cruise tourism roadmap for the Cayman Islands. For redesigning the current approach and focusing more on quality, sustainability, and capacity management, as well as developing new and innovative destination experiences for passengers to enjoy away from the Seven Mile Beach Corridor, we also intend on restructuring the business relationship between cruise lines and the local operators. I'm pleased to announce that the Ministry and Department of Tourism have partnered with the Caribbean Tourism Organization to host a high-level regional conference here in the Cayman Islands. The conference will take place from the 12th to the 15th of September, and attendees will include regional ministers, senior executives from the airlines and transportation industries, as well as international delegates and regional and international media. Now, Minister Bryan also announced a tourism statistics for the first quarter of 2022, and he shared findings on the health of the industry since reopening the borders to air and cruise tourism, as well as projections for the year. Speaking of those tourism statistics, Radio Cayman's Dion Anglin has the breakdown. According to figures from the Department of Tourism, in January, the Cayman Islands welcomed just under 6,000 stayover visitors, representing 14% of the air arrivals recorded in January of 2019. By February, air arrivals had more than doubled to more than 12,000 visitors, equaling about 27% of February 2019's figures. By March, Air arrivals had almost doubled again to nearly 23,000 visitors, with the upward trend continuing in April. The government's hope is for the Department of Tourism to reach 40% of 2019's tourism accommodation revenue. That's about 200,000 visitors by the end of this year. Looking at room stock, which includes condos, villas and hotels, there are 7,112 rooms in the accommodation sector shared across the three islands. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Dion Anglin.
Her Majesty the Queen's birthday will be celebrated on Monday, June 6th. The occasion will be marked by a ceremonial parade commencing at 5.30 p.m. outside the governor's residence in West Bay. The Royal Cayman Islands Police Service is advising the public of the following road closures and traffic diversions happening in order to facilitate the Queen's birthday parade and preparations. These road closures and diversions will be in place for rehearsal on Sunday, which is tomorrow, June 5th, from 2.30 p.m. until immediately after the rehearsal is complete, and on Monday, June 6th, from 10 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. for the parade. West Bay Road will be closed between the western entrance to Governor Square just north of the Governor's Beach parking lot and the vicinity of Eats Cafe in Cayman Falls Plaza. There will also be a traffic diversion for northbound traffic on West Bay Road in the vicinity of Safe Haven Drive. Local access will be permitted to the Weston and other commercial properties in the vicinity. Other northbound traffic will be diverted onto Safe Haven Drive and back onto the Esterly Tibbetts Highway. Southbound traffic on West Bay Road traveling toward Governor's Beach will be diverted left through Governor's Square and onto the Esterly Tibbetts Highway via Lime Tree Bay Avenue. Lime Tree Bay Avenue will be closed to westbound traffic in the vicinity of the southwestern entrance to Governor's Square. Westbound traffic from the Esterly Tibbetts Highway needing access to properties on West Bay Road just north of Governor's Beach will be diverted through Governor's Square. Motorists should note that the northbound lane of West Bay Road in this area remains partially closed for construction work. Access to regatta will be permitted. Members of the public needing to access Governor's Beach by vehicle or by foot will be able to do so via West Bay Road north of Governor's Beach. Public Health has released COVID-19 figures for June 2nd. Positive cases reported to Public Health during this period are 85 on Tuesday, May 31st, and 64 on Wednesday, June 1st. There are 1,423 estimated active cases of COVID-19 in the Cayman Islands. Five people are currently hospitalized for COVID-19-related causes. Of these, three are unvaccinated. The seven-day rolling average for June 2nd is 70, and there are three new cases in the sister islands. Active cases in the sister islands are currently at one. The Department of Environmental Health provides updates on landfill operations during Platinum Jubilee and the Queen's birthday public holidays. Radio Cayman's Shanda Gallego reports. The Georgetown landfill will be closing at 1 p.m. on Friday, June 3rd for the Queen's Platinum Jubilee and on Monday, June 6th for the Queen's birthday. There will be no reception of derelict vehicles or scrap metals for disposal on this four-day weekend. Meanwhile, hours of operation will remain as usual at both landfills in the sister islands. DEH officials say regular garbage collection and recycling operations will be as normal through the Cayman Islands during the long weekend. Members of the public are also encouraged to use the 24-hour drop-off site at the entrance of the Georgetown landfill, which will remain open to facilitate the disposal of small amounts of waste from residential customers if necessary. The landfill will resume normal hours of operation on Wednesday, June 7th. For more information, you can contact DEH at 949-6696 or email service at gov.ky. And that's your evening news. For Radio Cayman, I'm Felicia Rankin-Zollins.